Welcome to an episode of the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast, where sports analysts and experts dissect the latest news from the NBA and NFL, giving you a unique view on some of the hottest topics around your favorite teams. From the fresh field smells of the NFL to the hardwood courts of the NBA and possibly your comfy couch for your fantasy football team. Let's see what kind of news the lab is working with today. Here's your host from the Sports Analytics Headquarters in San Antonio, Texas, Ernest Silva. That's, 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 cut it, cut it, it's over. <laughs> yeah, we're live because we just had to start with the fact that Bill Belichick's wearing the navy blue hoodie with the cutoff sleeves. That means that New England's a sure Listen, bet in, this in week. New England, so we don't, we don't talk about that of his press conferences. We have to analyze different things. We, we analyze the wardrobe. And when Belichick dresses like that, he's all business. He's about to fuck some shit yeah, up. I mean, you remember... Remember before last week, someone asked him that special teams question. He spoke like a, like a like a whole presidential inauguration speech about the special teams. I knew right then you guys were going to Fifteen minutes on the waft, history of long snapping. The, yeah, fifteen minutes on the history of long snapping. I knew you guys were going to whop the Jets immediately. Same thing here. I see the cutoff hoodie, sleeves. That's it. Welcome to the the podcast, season three, episode five. We just started off right, Bill Belichick, and Steve is all about it. We got a small cast tonight, but we have a lot of heart in the room. I am your host, (laughs) Ernest Silva, Doc E, future PhD, right here with you guys. Excited to be here, especially with my co-host. That is right. You voted him. You voted him in. That's right. Steve, the General Reisner. He's with us here today. Steve, talk to the people. Say hi what's going on everyone i just love it it's it's football season i actually don't have to be up in the morning tomorrow which is a rare occasion during itl that i don't have to complain about how late we're on so let's talk some fucking football that is very true very true and we are just one day closer to a live show you and i steve just one we are one day closer I'm very excited for that. Now, you may see him on your screen. Maybe you don't remember him. It's been a little while, but Sam Hiller returns, the man with the mind and the the, – the, oh, that, that word's escaping me. That's right. The system. That's right. Sam Hiller at Source Podcast 11 is where you can find him. What's going on, my man? The system. It's the most wonderful time, time of the year. Of the year. It's football season. <laughs> I'm so happy to be back with you guys. This is my favorite stream to be on. I love – Speaking with you guys, conversing, talking football. Let's get right to it. Let's get to this week. Let's get to the arguments. I'm sure Steve's not going to be biased about the Patriots at all. Not at all. He's definitely Jameis Winston all the way around. Let's not forget, everybody, that uh, this is powered by Blue Collar Media Group. You might see the sign over my left shoulder. That's right, Blue Collar Media Group in the house. And if you are a follower of all (coughs) shows, Blue Collar Media Group has a ton of things going on including, that's right, Butthole on the field, Into Lab, which is right here, Call Your Shot, Boomtown Pod, Sundays with the General, which may have a brand change coming up. Let's keep a lookout for that. Bottom Fraggers, How'd You Meet, Hotties and Naughties, Behind the Collar and Blue Collar Cantina. Lots of good stuff for. And then, of course, the Source Podcast. I mean, we can't leave them out. That's 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 the mothership right there endorsing everybody. Um, but we are excited. We have a full lineup tonight of just covering games, right? Primetime Pick'em is back primetime pick is back and when it when it comes to having our pickums, you can't go wrong without 
BetUS. That's right. We are one of our newest sponsors, BetUS. Um, and you can get 125% sign-up bonus with code BCMG. Our um, sister podcast over here, Source Podcast, also has their own code going on. So very excited that you know we keep that in the family. Um, and so BetUS.com is where you can go. Go check them out today, guys. 125% sign-up bonus. If I was Josh Elliott, uh, he would say, I, never, I don't see that anywhere, right? You don't get that anywhere. That's where you go to get that kind of bonus. I'm completely with it. All right, guys, a huge slew of things. Announcer, why don't you ring that bell and let's start off the night right uh, with some injuries. Round one, league news and updates. All right, that's the bell. I don't want to start with some injuries. And if you heard a bell, you're going crazy. But that, that's the bell. Now, now we don't want, like to start with injuries, but the injuries we're going to talk about may have some fantasy implications for you. So let's start off down in Miami. Miami suffering a bit of a loss here, right? Tua out for week three and possibly longer. Uh, Sam, talk to us. What's going on with Tua, and, and should Miami fans be worried? Well, uh, to start off with, I think Miami fans definitely do need to be worried especially when it comes to the slow start to the season um, and how they looked against Buffalo last week. There are a lot of concerns going into the future. Jacoby Brissett did not look comfortable uh, running this offense and the chances of him being able to turn that around. This is not a division nor a conference really where you can mess up this poorly, I guess, not even mess up necessarily, but have such a big roster screw up in the beginning of the season and fix it by the end. They're on this one and they, they won by one point in week one. Tua didn't look fantastic. And now he has fractured ribs, which I don't know if anyone in the chat or anyone here has fractured or even cracked a rib. Or I was just going to say, dude, I cracked a rib. You it's, can't you can't even breathe. You feel like you can't breathe in properly. Yeah, it's, no, it's, you went you went you went playing professional for a couple of weeks after with a fractured rib. Not. So this team's going to have to learn to get used to themselves under Jacoby Brissett and then possibly around week, I want to say, eight, seven, eight, maybe nine, they're going to have to readjust to Tua again. I think for the team, for the Miami Dolphins' win-loss implications, I think it definitely spells some trouble. Fantasy-wise, I think you up the, the, the value of Gesicki and Gaskin as the checkdowns probably go up a little bit. When you talk about a QB who's just learning an offense, who's probably going to be facing a lot of pressure, their offensive line isn't stellar. So I think Miles Gaskin might have a lot more improvement, but I think the receivers, uh, especially anyone who drafted Will Fuller and maybe later on thinking that they could get him after the suspension, I think that stock definitely drops a bit when you talk about deep passes and big play threats. Yeah, when you think about Miami's already in a difficult situation, already in the hole that they are with the season, uh, Steve, any faith in Jacoby Brissett? I, I mean, not to take it to the playoffs, but really, I mean, Jacoby Brissett can manage. Jacoby Brissett may not downright lose you games, but – He's not going to go. You're not going to go really go win games because of Jacoby Brissett. Yeah, I, I, I think that other than Mike Gesecki and the run game, there's not going to be much, you know, as far as the perks. Right? Poor, poor Waddle is going to have a, a tough, tough year, um, especially with the. And he, and he was starting off. He was starting off real good this season too, Waddle. Yeah. 
I think yeah. he could be good for like maybe a couple big plays throughout the season, but as a consistent fantasy option, there's just oh yeah, it's not I've, really there, you know. Like every once in a while, there'll be that play action shot or whatever. But and he's like, also a guy that can like break a drag route with his speed and get to the corner and break up field. You know, bound to happen a couple times, maybe a busted coverage or two. But like, I you know they're not going to get the most out of him. Yeah. Yeah, Matt says he collapsed the lung. Does that count? Uh, I think that counts. I think we're going to count I'm, that. I'm going to say yes. And Matt, congratulations on becoming streaming liaison officially today. Congratulations for the BCMG stream team. Fantastic. And for the collapsed lung. And, and yeah, and the collapsed lung. Congratulations. Cheers. Yep, cheers. Um, cheers, bud. Just a small touch on it. Antonio Brown placed on the COVID list. That's all we're going to pay attention to that. Of course, that's going to happen. Let's talk about injuries, though. This was the big conversation we we're going to have here in round one, and it's quarterbacks in particular. Tyrod Taylor not playing in tomorrow night's game. We're going to talk a lot about that game in just a second. Uh, Carson Wentz doesn't have anything below the knee. Apparently, there's just nothing there. It just stops at the knee for Carson. Um, Andy Dalton officially not going to be active, and uh, we're going to talk fields a lot today. And then got to Baker- applaud Dalton, by the way, for coming back onto the field Ab- and trying to his best Absolutely. with MCL problems. Absolutely, he knew that his spot was gone after he was going to leave that field. Yeah, the hearts there. Gotta and Baker the grit. Baker Mayfield had some had some complications as well, but was clear today. No more injuries, so we can actually take him off the list. Guys, the three names I'm going to talk about, Taylor, Wentz, Dalton. Um, I'll take one that you two don't, but I'll start with you, Steve. Which one to you is the biggest impact for their team? Um, I think it's got to be Carson Wentz. Because, I mean, they were at least, uh, of those three teams, they were the only one that was like at least – going to be trying really for a playoff spot at the end of the season like I don't think Tyrod Taylor was going to be really putting the Texans in the hunt and you know also but yeah that I'd say that's got to be the worst one for uh, Indianapolis right there yeah, Andy definitely had a hold to dig out of themselves. Oh, good. Dre's here. Very well. Uh, Dre has joined the fray. Uh, I like that. Dre joins the fray. I'm going to use that from now on. Uh, Sam, uh, we wanted to talk uh, uh, Justin Fields. Let's, let's go that direction, right? Andy Dalton um, does not come back for week three. Um, I, I do want to talk Dalton, but let's talk Fields as well. So first on the Dalton front, I don't think he returns as a starting quarterback. Do you? I don't know. I think in this kind of situation, especially once you go to a rookie quarterback, especially someone you draft in the first round, no matter the circumstance of how it happened, you have to keep going with them, especially if it's a midseason change. You can't make another one after that. It's it's not only an issue of locker room, you know, congruence, but it's also an issue of team chemistry and team confidence in their QB. You need to have confidence in the guy leading your offense completely agree and i think fields is mm-hmm. that guy it's going to be very interesting what he does against cleveland who's had a tough time against rushing quarterbacks while he's joining us and, and before we talk tyrod taylor a little bit dre rogers has joined the fray here dre <coughs> has joined the fray dre rogers at dre 2124 what's going on my man good morning <laughs> <laughs> good morning i love the jersey yes <laughs> on a roll baby on a roll that is right. Two and a half games. If you're not following those Houston Astros, go bang a trash can out there for all of you out there uh, waiting to see those Astros qualify and win the AL. All right, guys, Tyrod Taylor, before we talk a little bit more about games, Tyrod Taylor is out and David Mills gets his first start 
uh, for Thursday Night Football. I, I loved what Tyrod was doing. I mean, he was looking fantastic week one, got the upset win, right, that everybody had picked him to lose. Then comes back and he's, you know, running all around the Cleveland Browns, who's supposed to have this tremendous front seven. Um, at least that's what the rumors say. Uh, big blow for Houston, or was just kind of expected their season was going to be shot anyways? Where are you guys landing on? I mean, I don't think this season, like like I said, I don't think they're really going to be competing at the end of the year, like for a real playoff push or anything. Tyrod Taylor was playing good, but at the end of the day, like you brought the only reason you brought in Tyrod Taylor if you don't have Deshaun Watson anymore, which clearly you don't, is Tyrod Taylor was your bridge quarterback, right? At the end of the day, so I guess really you've just sped up the process now and you got to put in Davis Mills and see if he's an NFL guy, which I mean, he's probably not ready just yet. <laughs> but right. No, absolutely not. I know. I guess, I guess we'll find out one way or the other. This is definitely not where they wanted to be week three. That's for sure. Well, uh, Sam, you, I yeah. saw, I saw some facial reactions there, Sam. You didn't pick Houston to lose week one. I'm guessing. No. No, okay, actually, all right. I was going to say, we, we had Houston. Uh, that was one of our favorite picks. I never got why people thought they were going to lose that game in the first place. Jacksonville has one of the most depleted rosters I think I've ever seen since the 08 Lions. And they have no offensive line to protect their rookie quarterback. To go further, I mean, Tyron Taylor, it's not like he's never won a start before. He's been a competent quarterback. He was benched in Buffalo for no reason for a guy who threw five picks and six passes. He was benched for Baker Mayfield, which admittedly is probably the only one that makes sense. And then he got benched in uh, Los Angeles for Justin Herbert, yes, but it was because he got stabbed in the lung by the team. Yeah, I was just going to say, so, it was so because it, the medical it, staff no tried to murder him. his own, where he probably could have sued and won a bunch of money and never had to even step on the field again if he wanted to, but he wants to because he's a guy who loves the game. He showed that he can play quarterback in week one and week two. I actually think it's a big loss for them. Obviously, not every team's going to have playoff and championship aspirations, but for the Houston Texans to have stability at the most important position <laughs> on the field at a time where the guy they thought was going to be their quarterback of the future has absolutely zero stability in their franchise and even in the league, possibly in society if he ends up behind bars. So we have they had no idea what was going to be on, going on during the season. The only thing that they knew – uh, was that, and yeah, suing doesn't solve the issue, obviously. But the only thing that they knew was that Tyrod Taylor was going to be able to play their basic average level quarterback as he's always been able to do. And he actually performed above that standard. To lose him now, I think, is the biggest injury of the three people on that list. Reason being, um, Andy Dalton stepping out for Justin Fields was going to happen anyway. Carson Wentz is out for probably a week, maybe two, but he's able to come back. Tyrod Taylor's on the IR, which means I think he's out for at least three weeks. Yep. And we don't necessarily know how he's going to feel after that. So, because an IR injury is obviously more difficult to return from. So I just don't necessarily think it's as, you know, small of a loss because this is a team that needs every piece of consistency they can get. And he was one of the only consistent pieces there. So I think it's actually a big loss for Houston, who was overperforming all expectations. Dre does not agree. <laughs> Dre, what, what are you thinking, Dre? First off, let me take a step back. Because you were talking about the Bears, and I, I obviously always have to give in my opinion on that. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, the rookie quarterback we should be talking about is David Mills. That's who we should be talking about. He, if you guys uh, actually remember, he was the number one uh, high school player when from his class. So uh, I think he had an injury there, and uh, you know that's why he became uh, the backup at Stanford. But he came in last week. He he looked. Good. I mean, he threw a touchdown pass to uh, Ernest's favorite wide receiver. So you know, <laughs> I think I well, think they're I, not gonna. I would. I'll say that about Davis Mills. I watched some film on him uh, coming out of college, just because there was like the the thought maybe the Patriots take took him in the second or third round. He does have some talent, Davis Mills. He, he's def he's definitely got some talent. He's just obviously he's a little bit of a project. You wanted the Patriots to take him, right? Before they did the No, whole I never want to. <laughs> no shame at all. Thanks, Kenny. I, I don't know which handle you are today, Kenny. Shooter shoot or breaking the game or I don't even know. Only fans. Yeah, I don't like this um, multiple handles with Kenny. Uh okay, so we, we've covered around. that. Guys, maybe, it's we, maybe it's Davis. <laughs> could be Davis. Could be Davis. Guys, I like to plug this in before we go Mills to Cordova. Let's, let's <laughs> truth, truth. Guys, uh, we we talk about fantasy worries, right? Week two came and went. We had some people underproduce again. Give me one player. You're telling everybody keep on your bench week three. It's not good news. I'll start this one off with you, Sam. Who's that one guy? Guy should not be playing. So that one guy for me, and I, I say this regrettably because I have him playing just because DeAndre Swift's against the Ravens, and I don't want to make that matchup a thing, especially coming off a short week. James Robinson against the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know what's – I don't know if, if maybe James Robinson, like, you know, you know, pooped in Urban Meyer's office or something. <laughs> I don't know what's going on there. Something Urban Meyer refuses to like make the guy who ran for a thousand yards somewhat of a feature in their offense, and it's fascinating because you think with a rookie quarterback and a tr not trash but you know makeshift offensive line that you're going to try to provide some stability with the run game while your rookie quarterback figures things out, knows how to go through reads, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But instead. <laughs> But instead, one would think Trevor Lawrence threw the ball 51 times in his debut game, admittedly because of game script. But they didn't. They, James Robinson carried the ball eight times. I think he had the ball 15 times last game. But either way, obviously, he's probably going to be a little bit more valuable as the season goes on. And Trevor Lawrence depends on him more and more. But for this week against the Arizona Cardinals, who so far their defensive line has looked absolutely stellar. I, I would stay away, especially with a game script that looks like they're going to be passing for most of it. And when you say game script, it means they'll be playing from behind multiple touchdowns early in this yes, game. Sir. I absolutely love that. Uh, Steve, who do you have? Fantasy do not start of the week. Um, You're going to have to give me a minute and come back to me. All right. Steve is opting to pass. Dre, that means you're up. Who's your fantasy do not start of the week? <clears throat> uh, you know, we never talk tight ends, but uh, I think uh, Mike Isicki – you know he was uh, hyped throughout the um, throughout the off season. I think he was ranked in the top seven, maybe even the top five. And week one he did nothing. Week two he got held to three catches. And you know now with uh, Brissett at quarterback 
and also playing Vegas, who actually held uh, Mark Andrews through only three catches. Uh, it just might be time to drop him overall. So if they invested a high pick on them, then time to find somebody else. <laughs> and we got a lot of conversation happening. Uh, Kenny says he's got seven points in two weeks. Don't ever start him. Uh, Matt says, let the smoke kick in for Steve. Davis says the only thing I'm skeptical of is the Patriots. <laughs> Steve rolls his eyes. Steve, who's your fantasy? They, Do not they should be three and zero. Three and zero for for uh, Steve's predictions. That is true. <laughs> they should be three and zero. Um, I'm gonna say uh, Mike Davis. Probably not a lot of people starting him. I've had him starting in my fucking lineup for two weeks. It sucks. <laughs> He's dead to me. Well, Short and sweet. That, that yeah. is uh, the short and sweet breaking news from Steve. Mike Davis is dead to him. Uh, should uh, should the Lapsters go pick up Patterson then? It sounds not? like it. It sounds like <laughs> it. Is Cordero Patterson, is Cordero Patterson a, a start for you, Steve? Uh, Patterson went fucking off last week, dude. You know what's crazy is there's this guy in my fantasy league who everyone makes fun of. Right? This week, this week, this week it was oh he started Cordero Patterson. What a dumbass. Two or three went touchdowns off. later. Yeah, it went off. I, now I I'm have... playing him this week. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> uh, yeah, my uh, fantasy don't start of the week is David Montgomery. It'll be all fields because they'll be playing from behind, but that Cleveland front seven is tough, and I don't think that Montgomery has a big day. Yes, yes, Drake. I've, I've got a wild card. What about Zeke? Huh? Big Even day you for said Zeke. to pick big up Pollard. Day, big day Even for you're Zeke talking about Pollard now. I I've did been, say I've start. been saying it for the last two years. My about fantasy Mike boomer now. of the week who shocked you in week two. I'll start off. Tony motherfucking Pollard is who shocked me in week two. But this is my favorite part, guys, because it's where I can really reminisce. How about them Cowboys to all of you out there? Oh, my gosh. They are fantastic this year. Wow. My internet just connects. You guys this absolutely discredit. I didn't say that. I didn't go that far. But we should be 2-0. We should be 2-0. Um, guys, who is your fantasy uh, uh, shocker of the week? Who are you guys going to say absolute start this week? Sam, I'll start with you. Well, first of all, I just want to note that um, Tony Pollard gets the most carries of any backup running back I've ever seen. It, for, a running, for a backfield that's not supposed to be a committee – it sure as hell looks like a committee. Yeah. Which it's, makes it's happen. Ezekiel Elliott gets the least amount of carries for a, a $200 million running back. It's that the Mike seen. McCarthy offense. You, you guys got to <laughs> remember that. The guy who surprised me the most, though, is, is definitely a man with one of the best nicknames in the league, Mr. Hollywood himself. Hollywood Brown has had a shocking first two weeks. Absolutely. And agree. people thought, you know, a lot of people thought it was only a matter of time with him. But there's always been that concern with a team that runs the ball 55 or so percent of the time that the guys, the wide receivers are not going to get the highest target share. But with Rashad Bateman not playing, not being a part of really of their pre-camp either because of his injuries, Hollywood Brown has been the most consistent part of this offense besides Lamar Jackson. And he's really been there for Lamar Jackson for a lot of these deep plays, a lot of these bailout plays, including that jump pass against Kansas City that, you know, obviously every point was influential in that game. So especially with his speed and the fact that he's playing the Lions this week, who uh, their secondary is falling down like bowling pins, 
I mean, I see no reason why he's not, you know, a very interesting start with a combined, I think, 54 points in his first two weeks or 52 points in his first two weeks. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I love Marquise Brown. I don't agree with the breaking news, though, is what I'll say. Uh, yeah, that, I that's don't. actually official. Andrew Woj is confirming in my ear right now that, that is the uh, official word. Uh, Steve, who is your fantasy start of the week? Um, oh, I thought it was just surprise of the week. I was going to say my surprise from last week. Uh, okay, it shouldn't surprise. have been a surprise. Give me, give me your surprise. Uh, Rondale Moore on Arizona. Jones. Should not have been such a huge surprise. I hope you've been talking about him for a while. That dude was fucking balling on Sunday. I did not stop hearing his name on red zone. I tried to get him in the waivers. I failed. Would have had another touchdown, too, if he hadn't gotten stripped at the at the one. Who, yeah. who, was, who, who did he pick? Who, who's your pick, Steve? Rondale Moore. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he killed me. His fantasy. He, he, the other guy started him. I don't even know Lightning how he started from him. Purdue. Killed me. Well, thank you, Steve, for that. Dre, what about you? What's your pick? I mean, I, I mentioned to, I mentioned to pick him up uh, before the season started. I said he was one of the rookies to watch. But uh, anyway, my, my uh, pick is... I mean, is, listen, Trey, we kind of take everything you say with a grain of salt, dude. dude. I, I'm usually right. You say, of, you say a lot of crazy <laughs> shit, dude. Only to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my pick is uh, the seventh uh, overall pick of the 2017 draft. Uh, Mr. Mike Williams is finally living up to the hype, I guess. Uh, he has 15 receptions, two touchdowns. Uh, and now he has the Chiefs. So ba- you basically know this is going to be a shootout. And, yeah, get him in your lineups. He's going to do I, good. I absolutely agree with that pick. Mike Williams was stupendous oh um, in that game. But, unfortunately, they didn't win against those Dallas Cowboys. Breaking news, Dallas Cowboys. Did you have all again. these, like, queued up? Or, um, like. I, is I'll he just you, typing these as we go? Is is pretty, the producer of this show is pretty phenomenal. I'll tell you what. To have these ready, they don't even know who we're picking. How do they even know any of this stuff? Guys, we're going to switch to our pick em. Primetime pick em is back. Five picks in a row where we cover the spread. Then uh, we're going to go right down the line and do uh, – what is it, what do you used to call it? Was it fire round style? Uh, guys, yeah, don't forget, around. those Dallas Cowboys won a game last week. That was pretty incredible. Uh, all right, we'll take it over to our street. Uh, this is going to be a long shoot. I can't stop me now. I can't stop me now. I can't stop me now. Oh, yo, flip that. Oh, ho, ho, ho. That was clutch. Not gonna hurt. You got a pretty good. You got a pretty good punch there. Having a mental breakdown? Fuck no, dude. I'm having a fucking mental up breakup. <laughs> breakup. I see. My fucking Christ. Those those jump scares are fucking insane. Oh my! Did you just die? No. Someone fucking walked into the room that I was in. Breaking tradition here. I fell through. I broke my legs. <laughs> That's all I gave for talking crap. No! No fucking way! Let's go! Yo, that guy in the heli! 
Coach Peanut asking the questions. The new videos will be out next week. That is a stream team. Guys, if you are a streamer, you know streamers. You know people who would love to be sponsored by BCMG. Have great giveaways. Work with a team. Build. Be a part of an innovative group. Contact me. Add into the lab pod immediately or at Punish underscore Gaming. We'll get you the right information. All right, guys. We're going to start off right away. We're going to go right into our primetime pick em in this round. That's right. We're going Panthers minus eight versus the Texans. And Sam, you've talked Texans quite a bit here. Um, I'm going to have you go first with this game. How are you feeling about the Texans' Tyrod Taylor list? So it's very interesting um, model-wise when you look at this game because the data that you can use is only pre-Tyrod you know, Tyrod Taylor injury. Um, with Tyrod Taylor, I had this game at a, at a much closer, uh, like a more of a field goal spread, which I was planning to absolutely hammer Houston. But without Tyrod Taylor, I think it's a lot more difficult to tell, uh, especially with Davis Mills in his first primetime game and his first career start. I just think it's uh, there are a lot of variables uh, with a new head coach that I just don't necessarily think are going to play out the right way. I can't necessarily say that I'm going to take Panthers minus eight because – I don't really like to go against what I have on my sheet, but I also don't know if I, – I, I don't think I can play the Texans with Davis Mills in this situation, even though he was the first-ranked high school player. Uh, and I'm sure I – do, I do have expectations for him because I did see him make some pretty nice throws last week, but I just can't – I can't put my money there. Yeah, Sam is taking Carolina to win and cover this game by eight. Let's go ahead and go through the picks of people who aren't here. Ashley, the sweetest voice of ITL, Carolina to win and cover Kenny – Carolina to win and cover Dre. What are you feeling? I mean, yeah, uh, we hyped the Mills a little bit, but the Panthers are two and zero this year. They've actually got the top ranked defense. I think uh, they've been uh, holding opponents to less than two hundred yards per game, and it's the game's in Carolina, right? Or no? it is. So yeah, no, no chance for the Texans this week. I, I still think he'll get a. Uh, uh, Mills will put up some solid numbers just because of garbage time, but uh, yeah, this is easy. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is going to have a wild game. I, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to run for like three touchdowns, 170 plus combined yards. So, Coach, Carolina minus eight, easy. Yeah, Coach Peanut said he had a lot of good throws. He had a lot of bad throws. I, I completely agree. David Mills on the fence for me in a primetime game. Don't don't start the Texans for this one. I'm going to go Carolina all the way in this game. Um, so Carolina minus eight yesterday. Well, I'm just saying, wow, that you didn't take the Texans. No, I did not take the Texans. <laughs> that was yeah, a little weird. Uh, Steve, round us up on this one. How are you feeling about this game? I'm going to take the Panthers pretty much all the same reasons you guys did. I can't trust uh, Davis Mills right now. I already didn't trust Houston's defense, just like Dre said. I, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to go off against the Houston run defense. Yep, can't agree anymore. Let's go to our next primetime pick. That is not a BCMG guarantee uh, for this pick. Um, or is it? Do we have a – is it a – no. Davis chose Carolina not to cover in this game. So Carolina of course. money line <laughs> – Carolina Moneyline becomes our first BCMG guarantee. That is right. We got our first one, everybody. Carolina Moneyline. Book it. Keep track of it. We'll give you what that turns out to be at the end of the show. How about them Cowboys? I'm just kidding. All right. Here we go. Patriots versus Saints. Patriots minus three. Steve, start us off. This is your team. Um, 
Yeah, I, I got the Patriots uh, covering this one. The Saints, they looked great week one, but now after the way the Packers actually showed that they can play last week, maybe the Packers just weren't playing good. Um, last week, the Saints got torn apart over the middle of the field by Sam Donald, and they did not look like they could uh, pick up a blitz to save their fucking lives. So, uh, yeah, I got the Patriots covering. Steve takes New England to win and cover this game. Let's go to our absentees here. That takes us to Ashley. New England to win and cover this game. Davis, New England to win, to win and cover this game. But Kenny says a New Orleans upset is in the midst. Dre, that takes me to you. How are you feeling about this game? First off, do we still need to give our picks? I, I feel like the breaking news thing is going to start predicting for us, and I'm just waiting for something yeah. to appear down there. <laughs> With something about the out. Cowboys in there, obviously. Freaking me out. <laughs> dude, if, 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 if that thing stops doing that, dude, we're all going to be out of a job real soon. That's the problem here. That's why I don't like robots. Anyway. That is true. Uh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. No, I'm not agreeing with Steve. I'm going to agree with Kenny here. <laughs> uh, New Orleans will uh, win this game. So pretty easy pick. And just for the record and for all of you out there, Steve does have a Jamie Winston jersey. So <laughs> no, no, it's a Josh Freeman jersey you sent me. <laughs> Oh. It was supposed to be worse. a Patriots jersey. You were supposed. Wow. You told me you were sending no, me a Patriots not jersey, not a Jameis Winston jersey, and you sent me a Josh Freeman Bucks jersey, a knockoff Josh Freeman Bucks jersey. This, he literally, he said he was sending me a Patriots jersey. It was a fucking Josh Freeman Bucks jersey. I wanted on a giveaway. They said I had won a Patriots jersey, and I said, I said it to Steve. I don't care what it is. It's Josh Freeman. <laughs> it was just a Josh Freeman Bucks jersey. So, we, so Dre takes New Orleans to win an upset. Sam, talk some sense into us. How do you feel about this game? What do the numbers say? Uh, so, for me, this is actually one of my favorite plays of the week because I have this game at almost a touchdown differential. I have New England by 6.991, so Whoa. round up to seven for, for you know, money purposes. But I like this game to go um, the Patriots' way. For starters, I think that the key for the Saints' offense to make any progress at all is Alvin Kamara. We saw that when he starts slow, they start slow. And I think that Bill Belichick, one of the best units uh, that he works with, that he's been shown to work with, is the linebackers. He always works well with his linebacker core. He's got a good linebacker core, and they're probably going to be very key in tracking Kamara. The other group he's very good with is safeties and defensive backs, or, I mean, one and the same. But, you know, safeties are also tracking their running backs. So when it comes to Alvin Kamara, I think they're definitely going to have a game plan centered around him and they're going to force Jameis Winston to throw the ball into the middle of the field. And that's where I think they're going to get a lot of, not a, maybe a lot, but enough turnovers to swing the tide of the game their way and control the game on the ground like they, they usually do. So unless you're taking New England to win and cover, and cover. this game. All right, so there you have it right there. Sam Hiller, the numbers behind the Source podcast, picking New England to win and cover. I'm taking New England to win and cover in this game as well. Um, I think this is uh, a... We said it before the show, right, or right when the show started. If Bill Belichick is wearing the Navy hoodie with cut-off sleeves, you do not exactly. bet against that man. You just do you not can't. bet against that man. I, 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 if you're watching this, it's easy money. 
Um, we, but it's, we, we told we told you we were going to go into the lab, and we are going into the lab and into the science on that pick. That that is that is correct. It's absolutely correct. Um, now, uh, while we're doing that, um, we did we did receive that there was something out there, and it wait it it's it's not a glitch on your wait it is a glitch on your I I, I don't know what's happening. It's that's right. Our latest sponsor, <laughs> Glitch Energy. Glitch Glenn's Energy. Our latest sponsor. Go to Glitch energy.com that's with a y go grab some of those awesome products out there really great for you as well use code bcmg get 20 percent off your order today glitch energy that's not just a glitch on your screen it's a glitch for your pocket that's right save some money help us out bcmg is the code glitch energy all right guys that takes us to what some would call the game of the week but then again it's those that don't really watch monday night football am i right but that takes us over to los angeles We are in Los Angeles, one-point favorites against those New England. I'm sorry, that's not the page. It's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We have a typo, <laughs> producer. Producer, we have a typo on the screen. Uh, Rams, one-point favorites against. Is this, is this the Boston media man. running this goddamn fucking wow. thing? Wow, I'll have to My correct God. that for you. Londo, you're really screwing things up. Let's call it over there. Londo, producer. All Wait, right, is, it, is it really Londo? It really, really is Londo. All right, so Bucks, <laughs> one-point underdogs. On the road, uh, I'm going to start this one off. I do love the Rams. I love the football they've been playing. They look like a very stout front seven, and it's been a very good time watching them. But Tampa Bay is just on a different tear. I am going to go upset with this one. I'm taking Tampa Bay to win on the road. I don't think that's going to be the uh, unanimous pick here, but um, Tom Brady's been on a different level, um, and I do think he's going to play till he's 50. Uh, Sam, give me what the numbers talk about this game before we go to the, the matchup between Dre and Steve on this pick. So... The numbers on this game are actually quite ridiculous because it's I've I, it's rare that I see a game come this close. I have two games this week that are incredibly close. This is one of them. Um, I have this game at less than a point differential. Obviously, that can't happen in the game. But I have Tampa Bay just squeaking it out. Tampa Bay in a squeaker. So you're taking Tampa Bay to win this game? That is correct. All right. Tampa Bay is Sam's choice there. I'm going to start with Dre on this one. Dre. What's your pick? You know, I'm not for changing picks because I had already given you Tampa. But that hype video, man. That was something. <laughs> that hype video. I've got I'm going I'm changing my pick. I'm going Rams. <laughs> He's going with the Rams. You what heard the... it here, folks. The Rams are the pick. Dre, was it really just the hype video? No, I know Steve's going to say Tampa Bay, so I've got to go. No, I wasn't going to say Tampa Bay. Wow. I was going to tell Ernest to let me pick first. Yeah, let him pick first. Then Let's pretend I didn't say No, no, no. Dre's picking the Rams. So... I, Steve, who's your pick? I got to stay with the Rams. I, oh. I, I don't like this of me and Dre wow. on this, but I'm, I, I'm sticking with the Rams. I, I think it's a close one, but, yeah, I, just, I, I, I like the way the Rams are playing. I like that defense. I, I think they'll keep it tight enough against Tampa. And and your favorite wide receiver is out with COVID, isn't he? So. That is correct. Oh, Antonio God. Brown, his favorite wide receiver is out with COVID. 
um, as as much as I love to talk about it. Dude, do you, guys, do you guys want me to say something that you won't that you won't believe hearing me say? Absolutely. Tom Brady and Gronk are starting to annoy the shit out of me. They are starting to annoy the <laughs> shit out of me. They have jumped the fucking shark. Put that on breaking news. Yeah. Wow. What are those? What are those trinkets doing they have to you, man? The fucking shark with doing them, dude. Nature is getting to Steve. Get Tom Brady wow. Sr. off a fucking New England podcast. I can't stand listening to him. He wasn't a good podcast guest when his son was playing here. Oh, my gosh. Can we screenshot Woo-hoo! this? Who is who is whoever is here in the chat? Screenshot. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Even better. Screenshot. This. Whoa. 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 Please. Right there. Wow. Wow. I, I don't know what I'm reading right now. Matter of fact, let me give you my true insight about what it- San Francisco. There's my true insight. San Francisco, three and a half point favorites against those Green Bay Packers. Uh, guys, I think this is actually going to be a really good game. Uh, let me start this one off with Dre. Dre, these are your Packers. Talk to me. Nah, we've got the worst defense in the league, man. We, we suck. <laughs> Kevin King's ridiculous. Sullivan's ridiculous. Uh, Devo Samuels is just going to go wild and yeah, I don't even want to know. We besides, we haven't been able to beat the Niners uh, anywhere for the past few years. And did you see that offensive line as well? You know, yeah. Bosa has three sacks this year already. I think he's gonna get two or three. So, oh, Heather's got the screenshot. Yeah. <laughs> We got the screenshot. I can't wait to get that. Shout out to pass that. Pass that along to Davis, please, Heather. Really appreciate that. Uh, so, yeah, so, for, for, 49ers. Yeah, no doubt. Dre's, Dre's going 49ers with this pick here. Uh, that takes me over to Sam. Sam, where are the numbers talking to us here? Uh, numbers talk nice to Kyle Shanahan. Uh, in addition to the fact that the Niners uh, do traditionally play the Packers well, especially on primetime games. I also think the biggest concern is what Dre was talking about is the defense. I don't think the problem is going to be whether or not Aaron Rodgers can score. I think it's going to be whether or not the run can be stopped. If you, if, if I recall correctly, that game that Jimmy Garoppolo only threw eight pass or only completed eight passes in the NFC championship was against the Packers because Raheem Mostert ran the ball so well and so effectively they didn't have to pass the ball. Kyle Shanahan hasn't changed what he likes to do. He still loves to run the ball. I don't think that's going to change, and I don't think the Packers' defense, especially their defensive line, without the their best edge rushers, have shown me anything to think any, that they're going to change anything against one of the best offensive, you know, zone run schemes and power run schemes in the in the whole league. So I just I have this game going San Francisco by about five and a half points. I think that's where the spread should be at. So I'm taking San Francisco with the points. Dre saying more might be. Steve, that takes me to you. How do you feel about the Packers? Uh, I agree with everything the the two with the numbers said. Actually, um, <laughs> no offense. I, I I know your name, Sam. I was just fucking around, but yeah, no. I I, I Listen, you're a general. You got a lot of people to know. All right. I never said that. It's very hard. What is I, that was calling Ernest doing? Eugene for like a year. 
That's true. He, 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 he called me the wrong name for a long time. I'm taking San Francisco to win and cover myself. But yeah, I, I, I get, I get San Fran to win and cover. I, I, I didn't, I do not trust um, Green Bay's offensive line either. Like Dre pointed out, they, I know they ended up winning that game. They let up a few sacks to, uh, not what I'd call a tough defensive front seven in Detroit. Where is uh, Jamie Collins going? Back to the Patriots? Pro- yeah, probably back to New <laughs> England for one? a six-round pick. Yeah, going back to now, you the might notice the light is going him. on, guys. You guys know what that means, right? Guaranteed. Yeah. It is a BCMG guarantee, but actually, it's for this. The Dallas Cowboys! That's right, Monday Night Football gets no better than this. <sighs> Dallas Cowboys, four-point favorites against those brotherly love Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Cowboys, four-point favorites. We don't need to hide this. We don't need to surprise this. Guys, Dallas minus four all day, every day, and then to church and back. Going Dallas minus four for reasons I don't even need to get into. Dallas is just a better team. Uh, Sam, what do the numbers say? All right. So for Dallas, um, looking at this game before I ran the numbers, I really actually thought Philadelphia was going to run them up and down the field, considering they've done that a couple of times in primetime recently. But I have this game at exactly four. I have 4.2 points, but uh, I mean – I, I think Dallas wins this game. I do. My prediction here, though, is I think this game pushes. I think it goes at exactly four. Oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. That's a, that's an awkward number too. But I like that. Analysis. I have this game at thirty-two twenty-eight. Are you taking them to cover? I, I take. I. I, I, uh, I mean, I really. Yeah, I guess. I guess on the upper side, I'll take the. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm going to put you on spot. Do you want me to put push on there? Honestly, I yes, have... I do. Okay. All right. I'll put that in there just as a reminder. I got thirty-two uh, twenty-eight. All right, perfect. Uh, Dre, that takes me to you. How are you feeling about this game? You know, the the, the Eagles' defense has uh, been quite good this year. They've only allowed 23 points throughout, and I think they're ranked in the top five, so that's pretty good. Um, yeah, however, I told Jernis that finally I'm going to go. I'm going to side with you on this week. Uh, I still think it's not. it's going to be plus four. Well, it's going to be pretty close. So maybe last second field goal. I, I forgot who your kicker is because you change them every week, I think. But Greg the leg. Greg the leg. How can you forget Greg the leg? <laughs> he missed. He missed uh, in week one, didn't he? Didn't miss, he didn't miss week two, did he? Greg the wide right. <laughs> yeah. Let me, let me just right. show you. Let me just show you something, Dre. Uh, Good. No, I'm just kidding. We're not oh, going to do that I again. Was, oh, oh my God. God. I was about to go to the private chat. Steve, enough Steve, is enough. Go, Steve. Is, your, is Steve frozen again? Or he's just really he's better. He's deep. really sta- staring the, at you. The mannequin the challenge. Cowboys. The mannequin challenge. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to Steve's pick. Let me talk about the absentee votes for this ballot. Dallas to win and cover all three of them. Ashley, Kenny Davis all threw in Dallas to win and cover in this game. Uh, that, for me is a BCMG guarantee money line, money line. I'm not taking the spread money line, Dallas money line for Monday night football. I am excited 
for that game. Guys, um, this takes us to the dog pound. We're going to go to our fire round. We're going to start off with Cleveland. I'm sure Steve will jump back on very soon. Oh, were you going to say something, Dre? What? Were you going to say something? No, uh, I'm lost after that uh, video from the Cowboys. I don't. I don't uh, I'm still yeah. expecting it to drop in. Honestly, yeah, any I'm, moment. Uh, I'm. I'm keeping myself prepared. Oh no, no! I think I think I'm all Cowboys out right now. Let's just go to the fire round. Let's just talk the next game. Browns versus Bears. I don't know how else to hype up the Cleveland Browns more than that. Uh, guys, let's talk it out here. We're just talking money line here. Who's the straight winner in this game? Sam, start talk. Start with us with the numbers. Uh, I got Cleveland um, by about 7.5, 7, about 7. So for the spread, I think it's they're going to cover it slightly. Um, but I think overall, I think um, the offensive line for the Bears – is going to become the problem here. I think Miles Garrett shows up a little more so than he has recently. And I think they scheme defensively to, you know, blitz heavy on a rookie quarterback. Now I know Justin Fields can handle himself in terms of scrambling and getting away from the rush, but at the same time, it's never comfortable for a rookie quarterback in his first start to go out there and immediately be under pressure. I don't know if you've seen Zach Wilson recently, but him being pressured <laughs> on 46.5% of his snaps might have something to do with, you know, the four interceptions and whatnot. And he was pressured on 47% of his snaps in week one by Carolina. So when a rookie quarterback is pressured, it's tough for them to grasp the feel of the game. I think Cleveland takes advantage of that. Once again, this is another team that is very consistent on their run game. And the Chicago Bears defense has yet to impress me, um, especially with, their defensive line. I, I shouldn't say their defensive line. Their defensive line has been all right. Their linebackers have been what kind of put the question mark up there for me. They've made a couple key plays and a couple big moments, but I don't think I, – I think their game against the Rams was more indicative of what they have going on that defense, and I think they need to straighten a lot of things out. I don't think they necessarily come away with any chance here. I've got the Browns to win this game myself. I think the defense shows up a lot more than people think, especially against Fields' first start. But if you are playing the odds here, I do take uh, the Bears to cover the spread. Uh, Steve, what was your Dallas pick before you got kicked out? Um, I'm going to say Dallas. I'm just kidding. That's another joke, guys. All right, so he is taking Dallas to win and cover. What about Cleveland, Steve? What do you think about Cleveland? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking Cleveland to win. I, I can't bet on uh... – a rookie quarterback and his first start against a team that talented. It makes a lot of sense, Steve. It makes a lot of sense. What about you, Fire Round? Dre, who you got in this one? Browns yeah, easy, easiest pick of the week, the Browns. I mean, did you watch Justin Fields last week? He was horrible. Bears only won because uh, Burrow threw that dumbass pick to uh, Rockwell Smith, and that's it. But Bengals should have won. So, yeah, Browns. Browns money line has won against all the hearts of the nation. That is correct. That is another BCMG guarantee. Cleveland money line. Add that to your ticket, folks. Stay with us. Wherever you're making your bets, bets US, wherever it's at, put that in your parlay. That takes us now to Pittsburgh.
in Pittsburgh, Steelers versus Bengals. Fire on, guys. I got the Steelers to win this game. I'm going over to Dre next. Cincinnati. He's going Cincinnati with this pick, Sam. I think Dre hears the same thing I hear, which uh, I believe believe there might be. That's right. There's a dog out in my alley. The dogs are barking. (laughs) Cincinnati, money line. Cincinnati for Sam. Steve. I, I mean, I was gonna pick the Steelers, but Stude said he's got dogs telling him <laughs> that the Bengals are gonna win. So I'm a little like the whisper. I'm a little iffy right here. I, I, I'm gonna have to go. I'm, yeah, dude, he's he's hearing from dogs. So I'm gonna have to go with the Bengals. I love the confidence, and I appreciate it. So does and- the dog. He actually just told me. Everybody else not sitting oh, in front good. of the camera. That's good. What's his name? Jerry. <laughs> Jerry? That's a good name yeah. for a dog. And Jerry we trust. And Jerry we trust. <laughs> I don't even know what this show is. Show us to. the money, Jerry. Everybody he actually just told me it's Jerry with a G. So now I'm more skeptical. I'm, Uh-oh. I'm, Jerry's Uh-oh. with a G. I, I'm not. Ooh. You sure about? Ah. We'll, we'll go with him anyway. Everybody not in the camera picks Pittsburgh. So that's 4-3 win for me. Oh boy, the Urban Meyer shit show continues against the Cardinals. Uh, let's just make this easy. Is anybody picking the Jags to win this game? You should try out for stand up sometime, Ernest. <laughs> do you want? No, do you want me to ask I'd the crickets? <laughs> Jerry <laughs> ran away when you asked that question. Just to let you know, you scared him off. <laughs> there goes Hedda. Hedda's officially gone. Uh, let me check. Somebody, me... somebody was hyping up Trevor Lawrence throughout the offseason, so maybe I forgot who it was. Maybe Kenny. <laughs> yeah, all of our absentee ballots are Arizona, which makes it officially a BCMG guarantee, Arizona money line. That is correct. And you know what we say about BCMG guarantees, right? <clears throat> what do we say, Steve? Oh, you, are you going to recall Tommy Boy? Let's just you know that that's the second time a video cuts off Steve. I, I've started to like. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's uh let's 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 cue this in. Anybody picking the Chargers? Okay, let's let's have the conversation roll. Then let's have Sam talk to us about the numbers first. Sometimes the numbers do things that I I, I definitely do question. I'm not going to lie. Um, when I got the score of 31 to 30 Chargers, I definitely was not expecting that. That's all. Uh, that's all I gotta say is I have the game at thirty-one to thirty Chargers. I think they cover on the road at Arrowhead. I think is obviously, um, you know, a big factor, and I think that may have some influence in terms of uh, on-field communication. But I think the Chargers have a very underrated roster and on their defense. Um, so I, I have the Chargers. It's a tough one to roll with, but I'm rolling with it. I am picking the Chiefs to win this game. Um, that's all I'm going to say. 
I think it's it's enough said. Uh, actually, you know what? No, let's talk about it. So the Los Angeles Chargers uh, beat themselves up last week against the Cowboys. Um, I think that they probably should have won that game. Um, Dallas is going to come in confident Monday night. We're not going to talk about Dallas, right? So Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Justin Herbert has not looked extremely Justin Herbert. Uh, if you if you look at the numbers, they don't really reflect. They got two touchdowns called back. Um, you, you could tell he's feeling comfortable, but I want him to take over a game. I just don't think this is the game. Rashawn um, Slater has also looked excellent. Uh, yeah, completely agree. So I, I, I think the chiefs have that experience. They're going to have Patrick Mahomes. If I have to pick Mahomes over Herbert, I'm taking Mahomes right now. Um, and, and so I'm going to go chiefs to win this, especially at home. The red sea is hard to win at, um, give me this game when we're back in LA and we'll talk differently, but taking the chiefs to win this game. I don't know. I do not like the spray, which is six and a half. That's way too much. So if you're, if you're playing that game, don't go that far up. Um, it's not a touchdown game. Uh, Steve going to you. Um, well, I'm going to agree with you. I am not touching a six and a half point spread in a division game. I, I will take the Chiefs to win this. I think it's going to be a little close, but uh, pretty much just like you said, uh, Arrowhead Stadium is a tough place to play. I, I don't think Justin Herbert's going to going to uh, take over the game like you said, like he's going to need to do in a place like Arrowhead. I don't think he's there yet. Completely agree, Dre. Why don't you? Uh, what, how do you feel about this game? Numbers don't lie. <laughs> Chargers. Do Lando Lando's just starting to troll I me over there. I love it. I love it. I'm really I'm gonna have to have some words with Lando, dude. Uh let's talk about our absentee ballots. Uh we have a Kansas City pick. Uh all the way through for Ashley, Kenny, and Davis. So other than Sam uh and the numbers and 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 dre apparently uh the 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 we're very pro chiefs for this game but hey i would love to see a dog fight in this divisional game um trying to see if we have oh, we have angela making an appearance what's up angela thanks for stopping by uh really really appreciate the support um all right guys next game up is uh possibly dre snoozer of the week i can't i can't determine yet let's see where we're going Titans versus Colts. Dre, is this the snoozer of the week? No. Not the snoozer <laughs> of the week. Oh, we tried. No, we tried. Be, it, it depends on if Mr. Wentz plays or not. <laughs> All right. Well, talk, talk to us, Dre. Who do you have for this game? I, I still think it's going to be a Jonathan Taylor versus <clears throat> Derrick Henry game. They're just going to run it on both sides. And uh, let me tell you, Tennessee keeps doing last week's game plan of giving Henry – 30 plus carries, uh, they're going to run away with it. So, Titans. He's going Titans. Everybody heard it. Everybody heard it here, folks. Sam, the numbers. Talk to us. Um, yeah. Carson Wentz is not playing. I don't, spraining both ankles. And then he was just standing on the sideline, putting all of his weight on it. And he hasn't practiced all week. I, I don't think Carson Wentz is playing. I think Jacob Eason is playing. And that ultimately throws off any uh, – I had this game Tennessee by two and a half with Carson Wentz. With Jacob Eason, I have this game Tennessee by more than five. Um, Derrick Henry versus Jonathan Taylor, I'll take Derrick Henry all the time. Um, in any circumstance, whether it be football or just general fighting or who's <laughs> who do I want to bring to a bar, probably taking Derrick Henry. So – 
I think that this game's obviously in in Tennessee. I think it comes down a lot to the running game plan, as Dre was talking about. I think ultimately, even though Taylor Luan is definitely up in the air for Tennessee, I think the offensive line for Tennessee has looked slightly better. That's not to say they're more talented. There's a lot of talent on the Indianapolis offensive line. I just think they have a larger load to carry when protecting a guy like Jacob Eason, who I don't know if you guys saw when he stepped in last game. I think he threw one pass and it, it was picked off, and it it wasn't a particularly good pass. So and it wasn't one of those. He's, oh, it got tipped he's, off. He's not a very good, very not a very good quarterback. No, it's that's what I'm trying to say see. in nice terms. Uh, yeah. He doesn't seem to be very good at the whole quarterbacking thing, which is kind of important when you're starting a quarterback. So right. yeah. I'm going to yeah. go Tennessee and uh, cover. Keep part of playing if quarterback. It was, if, if, it was, if it was Sam from Big UT, thing. we'd be singing a whole different story. I absolutely agree. Steve, how are you feeling about this game? Um, Yeah, I, I, I got the Titans to win. I just, just like Sam said, I'm, I can't bet on Jacob Eason to win a game when he – what do you think? I'm high. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, well, if it was Sam, Elling, if it was I, Sam Ellinger's first start, it'd definitely be Colts win. I don't. I it's just a <laughs> shame. No, nobody else feeling. I. I mean, I, I felt I, like I'd like to see it. I don't necessarily I know. know if it's the right move, but it's definitely the the more exciting move. I didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't say I was be betting on Sam Ellinger. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm still not betting on Sam Ellinger. It's just be more fun to I, watch. I will. I will say this. I'm excited for what's coming up next. But uh, that is another ECMG guaranteed Tennessee money line. Add that to the parlays, everybody. Uh, we have coming up next. Apparently, Steve's Krypton. I don't even. What? What is that? I had season. Leave it. Giants versus Falcons. We start with Steve on this one. We start with Steve. Steve, who do you like in this game? Oh, he's frozen. No, no. Oh no, I'm not frozen. Did I upset you? The pick for him. I'm. I'm. I'm just pissed at little Lando over there. I'm going to take the Falcons uh, to win this game. Shocker. I don't know why I, I'm still – wait, no, I'm taking the Giants. I'm going to – I can't do that. He just fucked me up. I hate – the Falcons suck. The Giants actually don't look that bad. Steve is taking his kryptonite. I and can't believe we thought you were frozen. I know. It looked disbelief. like you were absolutely frozen. It did. Absolute disbelief. Oh, no, I'm just – that fucking uh, Londo kid, man. I'll tell you what, though. I'm taking Atlanta to win this game for reasons unknown other than I just do not trust the Giants to, to not go 0-17 this year. So um, taking uh, taking Atlanta to win this game in what's potentially going to be uh, an actual shootout. I think Saquon actually goes off and uh, Matt Ryan goes off. And it's going to be a battle of air versus ground. It's going to be that FedEx commercial for week four. Um, Dre, who do you have in this game? So Matt Ryan's finally starting to realize that he's got to throw the ball to Kyle Pitts. I know. He did He did it last week, and they started to move the ball around. Uh, I was very, very close to making it a double snoozer of the week because I think this game's going to suck. But 
Yeah, I, I got to go opposite of Steve on this one just because I need to have some Naturally. opposite picks. Naturally. So, yeah, Falcons. Falcons for Dre there. Sam's going to talk numbers with us. How off are we? So, speaking of uh, going off, by the way, I could do a whole hour about everything that's wrong with the New York Giants. They have such a more talented roster than they show. And I, I think it's I, – I mean – I don't know if it's – I won't say it's judged necessarily. I think Jason Garrett's horrible at his job. I think Patrick Graham's horrible at his job. And I think that's one of the reasons that this is going to be a shootout because Patrick Graham – I don't know if you've watched the Giants play the last two weeks. All they do, they rush four and they sit back in a soft zone. If you just throw underneath them, you can get up the field as fast as you'd like. And they have no problem with it. They let you do it. So I think that this game is – going to be a shootout because the Falcons defense is not much less of a revolving door. So I think this game ultimately comes down to not necessarily who has the ball last, but who turns the ball over less. And believe it or not, Daniel Jones has actually been somewhat secure with the football since last year. So it's been weird. Numbers, it's... Yeah, it's been weird, especially as a Giants fan. I'm supposed to like yell at him for that kind of stuff. And I was because, because really like won. you said, the Giants have been dysfunctional. But like it's, somehow Daniel Jones hasn't looked as functional to me. No. And by the way, that holding call on his run, I was at the game. I'm in I live in Washington, DC temporarily. I was at that game. Holding call was bullshit. He Daniel Jones Absolutely. just outran the entire team. Usain bolt the entire defense. But I, I have mean, I wouldn't go that far. No, I, mean, <laughs> I, I, I will because because I have to as a, as a Daniel Jones defender. But I will go with the Giants to win this game, but not cover. I think it's very sm- uh, close. Ends up within three points. Yeah, not a BCMG guarantee for this one, but we will not take any slander of Daniel Jones when he deserves it. He's usually Danny Two Nichols, but he played a good game last week. So and I it's am- such a shame it got ruined for him. Yeah, yeah. Good job I'm to him. So, I don't know. I don't know if I can call him Danny Dimes yet. Not yet, not yet, but let's go to the Motor City. I'm a fan of the comment, so I left it on screen through that video. Um, You're absolutely right. Uh, Ever since the boat picture, 18 and 48. Terrible. Haven't had a winning season since. Lions, Ravens is the game. We're talking money line, guys. If anybody wants to give some analysis, you can, but is anybody actually taking the Lions to win this game? I like their spread. That's it. Yeah, I I can agree with that. Um, But it still stays the fact that Baltimore is going going with the Ravens. (laughs) That makes it another BCMG guarantee. That is correct. And if uh, push comes to sub, Davis did take the New York Giants to win in the last pick. So uh, shout out to Davis on that one. But uh, Ravens all the way. I think I think Marquise Brown has another big game. I think this is going to be another big game for him. And, and if you're in fantasy and you want to talk about selling high on a guy, that might be it right there. You might want to just start looking at offers and seeing what that does for you. Uh, Sam, when it comes to the Ravens, or, or let's, say, let's say the Lions, any chance of an upset in this one? I mean... Yes and no. I, I think they cover the spread, so I think it's a somewhat close game. And in that scenario, I can't necessarily say there's no way they win because any given Sunday, you know the rules. Right. But at the end of the day, I think um, Baltimore wins this game by a field goal or more, maybe three or four points. Uh, I think the ultimate downfall for Detroit is having played on Monday night, playing on a short week. 
Uh, I think they make a couple key mistakes. I wouldn't be surprised to see a holding penalty or two on a big play that really holds them up. And you can't stop that ru- that uh, run offense from the Ravens, especially with the defensive line they have in Detroit. So they're going to need to be able to score. I think they will be surprisingly able to score, um, but I don't necessarily think that they can pull out the win. They've been like that all week. Uh, you know, uh, I don't want to mess up his name, but Quintez Cephas? Quintez Cephas. That's right. Yeah. What a surprise. Fantastic wide receiver. Fantastic wide receiver. That is a Raven sweep, though. So let's move on. Um, yes, Dre. Yes, Dre. Start t- Tyson Williams on DFS. Start Tyson Williams. Tyson Absolutely. Williams is looking good. Very what, good. What's, Very what's good. he cost on uh, FanDuel DraftKings? I'm waiting right. for the... You got those on like a timer or something? Like you're cutting people <laughs> off. Anyways, uh, Bill, Bills versus football team. Tyson Williams DraftKings amount might be something like six bucks. I don't I'd know. say I, I'd say uh, for DraftKings purposes, probably about fifty five hundred. Maybe I would guess. Yeah, yeah. Go six thousand. Yeah, six thousand is what I was yeah. thinking. Uh, Bills versus football team, and we're gonna rapid fire these last four. So no videos in between. <clears throat> Uh, so, so no videos in between. Uh, Bills versus football team. Just rapid fire this. I'm taking the Bills to win this game. Bills. Bills for Bill, Steve. Bills in a one to three point game. Oh, yeah. Dog, 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 dog fight game. But dog Bills. fight game. Close game. Drake. Bills. Going Bills. That's a BCMG guarantee. That is right, people. We got another one added. Buffalo money line. Add that to your ticket, your parlay ticket. If you're keeping up, we'll do a huge, huge, huge overview on what that ticket is. Let's go to Las Vegas. Las Vegas Raiders versus the Miami Dolphins in this game. We already talked a little bit about the quarterback situation in Miami. Sam, who are you taking? Las Vegas Raiders by two touchdowns. He's taking Las Vegas in a landslide. Las Vegas Raiders sweep for absentee ballots. Dre. Once again, you could make a case for the snoozer of the week, but it is not. Uh, Vegas, of course. He's taking Vegas for this one, Steve. Vegas. Vegas all the way at this to your tickets, everybody. Las Vegas Raiders, money line, BCMG guarantee. If you add those to your tickets, we're going to do a summation of what that amount is going to be at the end of the show today. That takes us to Denver. Denver hosting those New York Jets. That is right. 2-0 Broncos. Might be 3-0 after this. I'm taking Denver to win this game, Steve. I love how you still ask me when it comes to the Jets. I have to. I have to. Yeah. I'm, Denver's going to win. Steve's going Denver. Sam. Denver, but only by a touchdown. Denver by a touchdown, and we have an absentee sweep again. Denver unanimous, <clears throat> Dre. Snoozer <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> of the week. Nobody cares. Next. He's got a surprisingly better singing voice than I it's thought he would have. It's the voice of an angel. It's the voice of an angel. I absolutely. I don't know it. if I would go that far. That oh, is though. Oh, soothing. That is though, guys. Another <laughs> BCFG guarantee. Our ticket is full of money lines. Guarantee it's going to be a good payout. Stay. We got one more game, and then we're going to do the review of everything. The last one is Seattle. Twelfth man. Last game. What do you expect? Seattle versus Minnesota. I am taking Seattle to win this game, but this to me is going to be the game to watch 
um, at least one of a few that I, I, I'm absolutely going to be watching. Unless Dalvin Cook is not playing, then it'll be a landslide. I'm taking Seattle to win this game. Uh, Sam, tell us what the numbers say. Minnesota by about two to three points. Okay, is that where you're leaning for this game? That's where I'm leaning. All right, Dre. Kirk Cousins throws three interceptions. Seahawks win. Sounds about right. It's a primetime game. Steve. Uh, you know, I ain't betting on Kirk Cousins in primetime. Seahawks are winning this. All right. Kenny agrees with Sam. He goes Minnesota, but Davis and Ashley pick Seattle. Guys, that is our pick'em segment and our show. But before you go, I'm going to go ahead and tally up our parlay ticket. And while we do that, Steve, the General Reisner, and Dre and Sam are going to do their sign-offs one at a time. Steve, why don't you take it away and tell people where they can find you? Uh, you can find me uh, at Reisner underscore Steven on Twitter. And uh, you can check me out uh, live on the Blue Collar Media Group channels uh, every Sunday, uh, 11 a.m. Eastern time uh, during the NFL season, just talking to football. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. How about you, Dre? Tell people where they can find you. Man, I was expecting a video to pop up and cut Steve off, but it didn't happen. <laughs> something Cowboys related. Definitely. Definitely something Cowboys related. Dang it. Uh, it's not giving him ideas. Yeah. Good idea. Yeah, that, he's going to do it to me. So. No, uh, I wouldn't I'll, do it. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, Dre2124, or... Ernest's favorite Instagram follow the adventures of Dre at uh, Dre2135. I absolutely, if you don't watch the adventures of Dre, let me just tell you this right now. Okay. The adventures of Dre is one of the most stupendous Indonesian adventures you're ever going to see in your life. Just go check out Dre Rogers on Instagram. Go follow. It's going to be the story of your life and you're going to have so many chuckles out of it. Sam. I'll, I'll, Hitler- I'll go as far as to tell you that just DMing Dre. Is a wild adventure. <laughs> DMV Dre is a wild adventure. Uh, Sam Hiller joined into the lab tonight, and and boy, it was fantastic to have you back and get the numbers again. We look forward to those postings the day of and talk about how the spreads have kind of changed. But talk to the people. How can they find you, and how can they find Job? Uh, first of all, thank you very much. I appreciate you guys having me on here, as always. It's always a blast talking to you guys and interacting with the stream. Having a great time. Look forward to coming back. Um, in terms of where you can find us, at Source Podcast 11 is our uh, official account. Our, our main accounts are, I believe, mine is at, at uh, Schiller, S. Hiller 351. Job is at Job MLB, all capitals. And you can find us uh, also some content on www.sourcepodcast.com, uh, where we will be also posting our picks. And for the record, our picks are also being tracked by a third-party system uh, this year to improve uh, reputability and to show the uh, record of the model to the rest of the world, whether or not it's coming from us or not. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys again. I really appreciate being on here. It's great talking with you, fellas. Yeah, super awesome. That's awesome stuff happening over there. Excited for you guys and what you guys have going on. Excited that you guys are part of BCMG and look forward to working together in tandem as we continue to grow together. Guys, that was our show tonight. As crazy as it was, the first producing show for Londo. Very excited that he's joined us today and, and uh, very excited for more to come. Guys, you can catch ITL Wednesday night, 7.30 p.m. Central Time and, and catch all of our great sponsors and all of our tweets and all of our shares and all of our posts. Um, I just want to sign off. I am Ernest Silva at Ducky Future PhD. And, and uh, good night, guys. Good luck with all your bets and uh, happy Thursday night football tomorrow. Wait, Ernest, can, can you tell the people uh, where we can get some great tacos? 
You absolutely can get great tacos at Taquito Express down in the beautiful Brownsville, Texas. That's right. All you can eat tacos for only $10.99. Then that price did jump a little, but so did COVID times. Um, but you know what? What I'm going to leave off with everybody, Dre, just for you. You've been listening to analysis from around the NFL and NBA on the Sports Genes Into the Lab podcast. Send your questions on www.thesportgene.com or on the Anchor app and follow the Sports Gene on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Overtime Heroics today.